0: Hi, I'm Londres.
1: And I'm Eric, but you can call me Tello. This show is a family-oriented show, but it's oriented from the adult perspective. We talk about adult situations, and very often we use adult language. So if there's any kids in the room, kick their asses out. They don't belong here right now. Unless they want to learn something about life.
0: Right, this may not be suitable for children. And I'd like to add, I don't want to make anybody mad, and I love my family and (laughs) friends. I do too. Because what? you want some cheese to go with that wine?
1: I don't drink anymore, damn it.
0: That was a funny one. Yeah. Well.
1: <laughs> well, what?
0: I was just going to say we should get started. Yeah.
1: That's what are we doing? Good. It's time to say hello to the number two. Let's get this started. What? Yeah.
0: No, I was just going to say, yeah.
1: What were you going to say?
0: I was just going to say, well.
1: No, nah, I'm just kidding. Go ahead.
0: No, seriously, I was going to say, well. We
1: <laughs> I'm running out of lyrics.
0: <laughs> I don't, yeah. You, you don't, could, yeah? You could do like a Hurricane Harvey, Tropical Storm Harvey lyric. How about that?
1: No, nah, Too many casualties, too much devastation and catastrophe.
0: Yeah. Lots Mm. of devastation.
1: You want to get started with the Harvey stuff?
0: Yeah, I think we should just get right into it. No,
1: I think we should talk about the uh, text messages that we sent each other before we got the show started.
0: Oh, yeah, that's good. That's a good starting point.
1: When I, I texted you at around 8.30 this morning, I said, Cuz, when can you record? No response. So because wait a little while. What?
0: I want to go finish? back to our, no. Okay. Because I need to put this out there before you start bashing me. Yesterday, before we hung up, before everybody started showing up to the house, I said, let's shoot for 10 o'clock. <laughs> and okay. you're All right. like, okay.
1: All right. So anyway, so 830, because <laughs> I got a lot of stuff to do today. I didn't have a week off from work to be able to do whatever I wanted to, like some people.
0: <laughs> We're on what, day hey, five.
1: Hey, 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 wait, wait, wait. Let, let, let me just get through this, and we'll, we'll cover all this. Cuz, when can you record? 8.33 this morning. No response. 9.14. Cousin, are you there? I have a lot of stuff to do. I haven't had a week off from work like you have. No response. Then uh, a little bit later, I texted you. It was uh, 10 o'clock. I texted Now I got to take a shit. A couple minutes later, you responded, I thought we said 10, remember? I should be ready after your shit. (laughs) So I responded, Obviously, I don't remember. Look what time I started texting you. Look, I got a lot of shit on my mind lately. I have family back in Beaumont who have been dealing with a catastrophic hurricane, and I've been worried about them. I would think you'd have a little sympathy towards that, instead of being such a mean asshole. Your response, now I have to take a shit.
0: At 10.05.
1: <laughs> 10.05, yes. So, me being the original shit taker that I am, I responded, Damn it, cuz, can't you be original for once in your life instead of copying everything that I do? For fuck's sake, woman, get a life.
0: At 10.09?
1: You said, no, seriously, I'm taking a shit as we text. I thought it was just gas, but I was wrong. Maybe your shit thoughts were sent to my bra- to my brainwaves... Oh, wait. Maybe your shit thoughts were sent by brainwaves to me. Crazy. But I'd say it was your fault. <laughs> this... All right, now I'm taking a shit, but somehow you pissed me off. So I wrote back, oh yeah? Well, my shit has been extra dry for the past week or two. I'm saying that is your fault. It used to come out like soft-serve chocolate ice cream, but now... It's like a play-doh extruder. <laughs> ten
0: twenty-five.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, look, you took it, it's I thought you were taking some sympathy because you started off with sorry. Sorry, cuz I'm getting ready for a podcast. I can't text right now. <laughs> and I responded, I'm wiping my ass to indicate to you that I was busy also. You know, I got stuff to do.
0: At ten twenty six.
1: You responded. My shit was so dry, it hurt my ass.
0: It did.
2: Yeah. It hurt.
1: So I was like, hey, look, uh, you know, you're you're trying to one-up me here, so I got got to level the playing field here and and tell you what's up. My response, mine was so dry that I had to spit on the toilet paper to help clean out my asshole. Then when I was clean, I spit wiped a couple more times because I like how it felt. (laughs)
0: You're sick. <laughs> that was my true response. You're sick. <laughs> Where do you come up with that? Well,
1: That's I heard disgusting. somebody talking about that on another podcast. I've never actually spit on the toilet paper and wiped my ass. <laughs> I, I don't know. That just seems so, so gross and nasty to me. I just wanted to be funny.
0: Well, I was going to let you know that I bought baby wipes. Oh, I thought you were
1: about to say I, I was going to let you know that I've actually tried that before. Hey, look, baby wipes.
0: Baby wipes. That's what I have in my bathroom. Really? Yeah. I have just some extra ones. Here's some more right here.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: And I don't have a baby.
1: Well, I mean, they wouldn't know that when you walk into the store. They'd be like, oh, look at that little bump.
0: <laughs> really? Last night, because we were at the table talking, and I was like, gosh. I feel so fat because I've, I feel like I've gained, i had lost a little bit of weight and I've gained it back, if not more. And I'm like, man, I feel so fat. Louise is like, that's okay. I'm fat too. We're equal.
1: Big Louise or little Louise? Big Louise. Uh, <laughs> hey, let's get old and fat together. Look, I, I always give this advice to to young people. You can get old or you can get fat, but do not get old and fat. Trust me, from experience, it's not it's not a fun road.
0: I know it's it's bad, but yeah, my my ass does hurt. Okay, not like it was before, but a little dryness got to me. But it's because I'm fat.
1: Have you tried spitting on your toilet paper?
0: No, I told you. Look, <laughs> did you hear? I know. I had...
1: Yeah. Well, before you got your baby wipes. Wa- look, if you ever run out of baby wipes, just consider it.
0: I, know, I, put, and them then... I put them everywhere. <laughs> I'm not spitting on the toilet paper.
1: No, I'm talking about before you wipe.
0: I wonder if you have to hawk a loogie. Probably. Because <laughs> if I not, don't know. It, I would think it'd be dry too.
1: The whole thing sounds just awful.
0: I mean, desperate times call for desperate measures because...
1: I have never been so desperate that I needed to spit on the toilet paper to wipe my ass. Regular toilet I... paper does well. And plus, you're in a bathroom. There's a sink right next to you. It's, well,
2: not, like it's not
1: like your water supply failed and you were <laughs> days without water. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, five days going on five days without water. I mean, all right. That so let's All right,
1: let's it. let's back up. We're we're having a little fun here, but uh, there's something seriously terrible has happened to Southeast Texas, and you you experienced it firsthand. Yes. do not you talk um, a little bit about it? I, I was joking. You, you've had how long have you been off from work now?
0: Um, gosh, Friday. Shit. Um, More than a week.
1: Must be nice.
0: Yeah, Friday the... um, 13th? (laughs) Felt like it. (laughs) All hell
1: broke loose.
0: Uh, But instead of... What's the guy with the chainsaw?
1: Texas, Oh, uh, Leatherface?
0: Yeah, instead of Leatherface, it was Harvey. (laughs) Well,
1: you know what, cuz? I'm glad you brought up Leatherface because... All right. Let me just back up a little bit before that. Uh, A few weeks ago, we lost... Uh, one of my favorite uh horror filmmakers, George Romero, and we did a little tribute. And I would like to have done a tribute for Toby Hooper, who was the director of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He recently passed away. He was a Texas filmmaker. But in light of everything that's going on, I, I, I don't think I can give a proper uh tribute to him. So maybe in the next episode, once things have calmed down a little bit, I'd like to go over a little bit of his filmography and stuff. But yeah, he, he was... Uh, he was a uh, an independent filmmaker created Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He recently passed away, seventy four years old, and uh, that that was another blow to the not just horror film but just film in general to lose him. But there's been uh, bigger and more important things that have happened in our in our well your life especially in the past week. So why don't you talk about your experience with Hurricane Harvey? Um,
0: let's see. Let's go back friday august twenty fifth uh was my last day at work I shouldn't say last day, but that was when yeah that was my last day at work since all this happened um Hurricane harvey was supposed to make landfall and hit corpus, but it actually went a little bit north to a smaller town Thankfully, they didn't have um the impact that I think that they were expecting but unfortunately it has caused major destruction and devastation from, it feels like from, you know, Brownsville all the way up to the coast of through Louisiana. And
1: well, just to to give some more context, uh, what I saw from the, when I was tracking it, I'm here in Austin. So I didn't get, I got some rain from it, but nothing like what, what the the coast and and Southeast Texas have, have received. But what I saw from the weathermen, mm-hmm. uh, they were saying that there were high pressure systems on both sides of the hurricane, so it basically kept it from traveling like it normally would. So instead of dealing with a hurricane for twenty four hours like you normally would, you dealt with it for several days in a row. What was yes. it? Yes, like was it? it was five days. It was.
0: It was like a. It felt like an entire
1: week. Yeah. So basically, a week of rain. Yes, and, it started to and rain. Flooding.
0: Yeah. Um, we were already due for rain that weekend of the 25th
1: <clears throat>
0: and, um, Sunday and Sunday, I think is when it really started raining hard and all day. It was just, it felt like a, a days of rain. There well, that's may because it been, was days of rain. I know there may have been just like a little break, smart ass. <laughs> Let me tell my story the way I want to
1: say it. Okay. Tell your story. <laughs> Go ahead.
0: It was days of rain. (laughs) Sound like George Lopez. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, days of rain. There is no break. Days Um, of rain.
1: Did I tell you that was a uh, a progressive rock band I was in in high school? No, I just made that up because days of rain sounds like a. Anyway,
0: um, remember that time we rocked out to November Rain in your mom's driveway? One year you came in and I took you I dropped you back off at your mom's house and I guess we were hanging out here somewhere. I don't know. But I played November Rain and we rocked out.
1: Were we just sitting in the car singing along with it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't remember that, but it seems it's definitely something I would do. Yeah,
2: I was, was I was
1: great. uh I, I had to work this weekend. Uh probably to make up for work that you missed out on all week. But mm-hmm. I uh I was listening to, I hate to say this, like it was a classic rock station and it was uh, Guns N' Roses, Sweet Child of Mine. And you better, you better believe I was singing my heart out to that on the highway as I was going home.
0: Whoever doesn't, I mean, something's just wrong with them.
1: It, reman- it, re- it reminded me of the scene from Step Brothers. <laughs> Remember when they were singing in their car, <laughs> yeah. and spent all that money on singing lessons and he kept, just kept insulting his wife. God, anyway, anyway, so getting you're drifting back in, off subject.
0: So it just it just rained and rained. Uh, needless to say, the low lying areas in Beaumont and the surrounding uh, cities,
1: and in Port Houston. Arthur,
0: Nederland, Houston. Oh my God, uh, was just inundated with water, just completely underwater. Um, so. A population in Houston of, what, more than 4 million, 6 million people?
1: It's the fourth largest city in the country. So, you know, I don't have actual I mean, numbers, but if that puts it into to scope mm-hmm. for you.
0: Yeah, no one really evacuated. Um, there were rescues happening around the clock. Um,
1: I know I mean, that there were a lot of... Uh, people uh, complaining about not evacuating the city. But in the defense of the officials in charge, to try and evacuate a city of that size, people would have been stranded on the road. They they would have run out of gas on the highway just waiting for traffic like that. And if they had been on the streets trying to travel during the storm, there would have been a lot more casualties, I guarantee, than what there was now. So I, I don't hold anything against the officials for not issuing um, a mandatory evacuation for that.
0: I agree. Um, as far as the mandatory, I, I, I certainly agree. As far as it's, you know, it's not their fault. Um, but with that being said, I kind of do because the the forecast of the amounts of rain that was going to hit Houston all the way through us to Louisiana, which we're not—we're in Beaumont, so I'm in Beaumont. Eric's Austin. If y'all haven't figured that out yet, <laughs> anyway,
1: are you saying our audience is dumb? <laughs> no, <laughs>
0: <laughs> would never say that, <laughs> anyway. Um, because I think we know everyone I just, who listens. I I'm just joking, <laughs> it was a joke. Uh, torrential amounts of rain. We already know that Houston Houston knows that with really any amount of heavy rain, it floods. Yeah, Houston so, is
1: just—their infrastructure is just not set up for, for removing water for whatever reason. I don't know. I, I'm sure it's—I think I read someplace or heard someplace that it would be billions of dollars to, to start working uh, to, to fix the problem with, with flooding in Houston. And you know, billions of dollars just isn't laying around anywhere.
0: No, it's not. But I mean, I do feel like that people that was forecasted days before Harvey even made landfall that Houston was going to get a bulk of the the rain. Um so I do feel like to some extent, whether it had been a voluntary or mandatory, there should have been some type of there should have been better preparation for that. Um, I think that from what I've heard, I believe from our local officials, that preparations were made. In fact, it was St. Elizabeth Hospital. The minute that they had word that we in this area were going to be impacted, they began putting in the place preparations to make it through. I think they went through the actual worst case scenarios which we've all been experiencing uh no power no water um and they are still operating to their you know best ability um unfortunately and I think it has to do with their um it's a I don't, what am I trying to say I don't know their their income is oh, different versus the like Baptist Hospital,
1: right? Saint Elizabeth is um, uh, a Catholic hospital,
0: non uh, charitable. It's on, it's on the charitable hospital,
1: and it's on a on the nicer side of town. Would you say? Yeah. So. Uh,
0: not really, no? but okay. I mean,
1: yeah, we. You're right. Beaumont is shitty on all sides of town. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no. Pretty
0: much, but well, uh, right now it is after
1: mm-hmm. after the hurricane.
0: Yeah. Um. It's just it's kind of sad because where we're at, where my you know, my mama, most of our family live in the south end or north end of Beaumont, in the not so good areas. I mean, really, the the hood, very working Um,
1: class, uh, low income areas.
0: Yes, um, we did not lose power. I think your mom did lose power for she a lost couple power. of days. Yeah. Um but being said like I said it was it's a, it was a short term temporary thing. She has power now. Um we've all been limited if not without water for this is day 5. And
1: yeah, and and just so people know this I I never I didn't even imagine this like losing power is pretty common in a storm especially a hurricane in in this part of the uh, of Texas, in this part of the country, but I had never even thought about the water supply failing. There was so much rain that the pumps that supplied water to the uh, to the water uh, processing facility got flooded. It, it was underwater, so it failed, and they couldn't even assess the damage until the water receded. Right, and, and the water. Correct me if I'm wrong. The, uh, the the water company gets their water from the Natchez River. Correct. Yes. Okay, so the Nature's River, I the last I heard was at, at its highest, and again, this might this might be old information. It, it might be higher now, or at some point, but it had gotten as high as seven feet above the record. Not not seven feet above its normal standing water. It whatever the previous record was, it was seven feet above that. That's how much rain it, that y'all received. And yeah, uh,
0: I have to tell you those that those numbers are not current. I mean, it got over 16 feet over its record. Wow. The uh, record of the uh, it being over its flood stage was four feet. Um, and I think it crested at like 21 or over 20 feet. So it was like, yeah, 16 feet over. Um,
1: well, thanks for making me look stupid, cuz.
0: No. You could
1: have texted me that <laughs> while you were talking about taking a shit. <laughs>
0: Didn't know you were going to start quoting.
1: Hey, look, man! I just read some old information someplace.
0: He should be on top of that stuff, man. Hey, I'm lit. I'm in
1: Austin, where it's nice and dry, got electricity and water.
0: <laughs> well, the night. Okay, let me just tell y'all.
1: Yesterday was a beautiful sunny day. By the way, <laughs> I ate outside with the uh, with a friend of mine from work. It was nice. He had his dog with him. It was. I mean, we we were on a lunch break from work, but oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Dude. You were saying something. Yeah. About not having um, water.
0: Yeah, not having. Let water. me
1: tell you how much water we have here in Austin. <laughs> so we were sitting outside because we didn't. He didn't want to take his dog into the restaurant. So, um, we you know we get our food, and the lady who brought our food was nice enough to bring a, a bowl of water for the dog. The dog had a couple of laps, you know, like like dogs do. <laughs> And then he got excited. He saw somebody else, and he and he accidentally stepped in the bowl and spilled the water all over the ground. <laughs> that's how much water we have here, Cuz. Why don't you tell me your story? Well, we my, got I enough been, water for all, a dog to spill it and waste.
0: It. First of all, we're I have doing to give okay.
1: A little... <laughs> what? <laughs> no, look, that's, I have that's, to that's give terrible. A little... That's terrible. I know you are terrible. It. No, it's. I'm just trying to be funny.
0: Yeah, um, just to also add to the, your humor, audience. Listeners.
1: Mom. I'm looking at
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at Eric's setup and I can see three bottles of but maybe be not empty bottles of water. <gasps> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Is that all of them? Eleven looks like eleven almost a tw- 13. oh my gosh, yeah, and Aunt Becky, they're not all empty, so let me finish my story, and maybe, yeah,
1: that was an empty when bottle in- of water, this one not empty,
0: I hope you drink that
1: this one empty let you one two, uh, that one has a little yet. bit in there. Three empty. Oh, that has a little bit in. The, oh man, they all have just like a little bit at the bottom. You know what it is? The backwash. Yeah, I think so.
0: It doesn't make a difference. I'm. Um, let me. Okay, I have to let my kids know if they ever do listen. Um, they were on top of this damn storm like you would not
1: believe. <sighs> well, that's good.
0: Yeah. No. No. Okay. Well. to Yes. Um. Each night since all this is happening, none of us have been going to bed at our normal time. So, so you, know, you wake up
1: late and record a podcast and late in the morning. <laughs> yeah. When I got shit to do because I haven't had a week off from work like some people.
0: So the first night, I'm like, the first night that I get to bed at, I feel like at a decent time, and I'm sleep. I'm just like super tired. I'm sleep, and then I hear. them knocking on my bedroom door
1: I'll do the sound effects
0: yes it's exactly what it sounded like so I jump out of bed and they're both standing, Isabel and Priscilla are both standing there I open the door I open the door (laughs) 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 thank you I opened the door and they're both standing there, Isabel and Priscilla. And they're on the phone with I think Elijah or somebody. I don't know who they were on the phone with, but they're like, Their water's being cut off. The water's being cut off. So I'm like, Oh my gosh. So we, you know, go to the kitchen and we fill up three pots of water with what's coming out of the sink. I come back to the bedroom about I what time
1: down. about what time was this in the morning? This was
0: about maybe Two o'clock, one something to, about one thirty to two o'clock in the morning.
1: Okay.
0: I get back in bed and they come back and they knock again and they say something else. Like, and, I don't it was remember. Like this? Yes. And I get up and I open the door and I'm like, what? And they're telling me something else. So I'm like, it's okay. And I'm like, let's just go get water outside or something. From the water hose? No, 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 no. <laughs> Let's back up. Yeah, because there was actually more water pressure outside. Oh, shit. I was Than there joking was inside. No. I just assumed yeah. it was all the same. No, more water pressure outside. I get back in bed, and I'm like, Luis is, like, getting frustrated because then, by then, I'm getting phone calls. The water's gone off, da, 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 da. And I'm like, I know.
1: Who's calling The kids you?
0: come. Uh, Andrea, I think Lupi called me.
1: I just want to thank your mom for calling my mom after the water had been cut off.
0: Because we only managed to get those three pans. By the time I got back to bed and told Louise that their water was cut off, he's like, I'm like, what do we do? And he's like, let's go get water outside. You know, just anywhere we can get it, let's get it. Yeah. By the time, I mean, this is all within five minutes time. It was already off. Your mom would not have had time to go get, even if she would have got the message when we would have got it.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Yes. It's off again.
1: Tell her to come get on the microphone real fast. Tell the her.
0: Toilets. The toilet's not flushing. She hasn't brushed her teeth. No, we're not doing
1: that yet. Oh.
0: Eric Eric wants you to come get on.
1: You look like Wolverine hair right now. <laughs>
2: Because <laughs> it hasn't been washed in like.
1: Here, talking to the talking to the microphone.
2: It's because it hasn't been washed in like a week.
1: This is Isabel, Lord. This is oldest daughter. Welcome to the show. Hey. Now uh, you just you just said that you haven't washed your hair in like a week. So mm-hmm. uh, can you tell me a little bit about the experience you've had during Hurricane Harvey? What what has it been like for you? This is. You're you're how old now?
2: Um, nineteen.
1: And you've been through hurricanes before, right?
2: Yeah. We went to, um, yeah, 2005. Hurricane Rita. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. So this is, this has been like the worst hurricane to hit America that I can think of. in at least in, in my lifetime, maybe mm-hmm. ever in recorded history. So what's it been like for you?
2: It sucks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. I, I think that pretty much sums <laughs> it up. <laughs>
2: Um, me and Pila, we waited, we woke up at like five thirty one one morning and waited until nine to get into HEB just for some water and bread. Then they had no bread when we got in. So, so you, you, know. you waited
1: almost four hours to get to the grocery store and they didn't have, well, obviously there's going to be shortages. It's hard to, at least during that time, it was hard to get uh, automobiles in and out of the, of the city because there was so much flooding. Mm-hmm. But uh when when the storm was happening, did you ever was it scary at all for you? What was was like a lot of wind and rain?
2: Um, actually outside our house it was raining a lot and you could see like the trees like swaying back and forth. But it never really flooded um like in front of our house or like on our street. It wasn't until we like drove out and actually seen where it was like down the street that it was flooded that it was kind of scary.
1: I see. All right, well, is there anything that you want to tell anybody while while we're doing this?
2: Um, no, I don't okay. think
1: so. <laughs> All right, well, well, thank you for being on the show. Thanks uh, for I'm, having I'm glad, me. I'm glad that you're okay, and I'm sorry you haven't been able to wash your hair in a while, but trust me, you don't want to use the water right now while it's in the state that it is. Just give it some time to get back to normal, and then you can wash up, and you'll be flushing toilets in no time. Yeah,
2: <laughs> hopefully you have, like, some turds in there right now.
1: <laughs> could you say that to the microphone
2: that <laughs> I have some turds in the toilet they're just floating and stuck <laughs> yeah.
1: those poor things <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm back cuz
1: I, I noticed I, I, this is the first time I saw you stand up since we've uh, been doing this on Skype it does look like you have a little baby bump
0: shut your <laughs>
1: <laughs> congratulations <laughs>
0: Actually, I've been feeling kind of nauseous. I don't know. If oh, no, I nerves. was
1: just joking. I don't, I don't want you to be. I mean, maybe maybe you want to be pregnant. Congratulations. No, if you I are. mean,
0: no, it's not even that. It's just I think nerves. But I feel like it, I ugh, it just get nauseous. Maybe because it,
1: of the water situation, your body's been been holding on to your shit because, you know, you can't really flush it that easily.
0: As no. illustrated
1: by Isabel and her lovely story about the turds that are still floating in the toilet. <laughs>
0: she's walking. They're just there. I don't know what to do. With them.
1: <laughs> well, uh the the water situation was so bad that you actually went down to the Natchez River, right?
0: Yes. We went down to the Beaumont Country Club and the water had was already up. Uh, they had access to they didn't have access to the um to like the boat ramps and all that cuz water was already risen. In fact, even the cemetery cuz it's runs back up to the cemetery oh, was no. underwater. Yeah.
1: Oh, how horrible!
0: So, um, we get our buckets. Louise had went and, and bought a big—I uh, think it's thirty-two gallon can. It looks like a trash can. Um, and we filled it with water because we needed to be able to flush our toilets. And so, now you're out so, of um, river water. We no. Fortunately, we had some water turned back on but they weren't exactly sure the source of where it was coming from. Are you serious? Yeah. that oh, was. Oh, that's so scary. Yeah. They didn't know where the source was coming from, so they highly urged people that were fortunate to get some water coming out of the faucets to not use it to wash their hands. Um, if they were to use it, it needed to be boiled in a rolling boil for at least two minutes straight uh, <laughs> before they could use it. So... Needless to say, we dumped the river water after I think two days, and um, we used
1: uh, the mystery water from the pipes. Yes. Yeah. Well, Mom you was. Know, ta- Go ahead.
0: I I actually yeah I talked to Loopy too, and I was like, they don't know the source, and she's like, God. I mean, I think you know maybe that was a little blessing for for us Beaumont people because that that nature's water filthy they were like if you have a cut if you have a scrape if you have any type of open anything on your body do not use don't let that water touch you yeesh yeah pretty well I,
1: i read another article um a guy in houston who lived i think a couple miles away from a toxic waste facility oh yeah which got flooded yeah and he was concerned about what kind of uh dangerous toxic chemicals could be in the water. And that's something that you're not hearing a lot about. And I I, I thought, I just assumed, all right, the water's toxic already because it's flooded. It's, it's mixing with the sewage system. Who knows what's mm-hmm. floating around in that water. But now you got actual toxic waste facilities that are flooded and mixing in with that water. So who knows how dangerous that is.
0: Yeah. And
1: now, was this just hype? Or is it true that there were Um, There were concerns about alligators being loose in the water, too.
0: No, um, there's, um, I think it's Gator Country, and he has like 300, 400 alligators that he houses and uses. And it's right on the the edge of town of Beaumont, right? Yes, yes, um, between here and Houston. Um, And the water had completely flooded his... I don't know what it's called, like a little museum park or a little, um, I mean.
1: It's like a, a kind of like a wildlife preserve, would you say, for alligators?
0: Yeah. And um, he was concerned because the alligators were fenced in, but the water had come up so high that he was concerned that, you know, they're going to get out and there was no way to keep track of keep track you know keep them in
1: man annie should have done a a special episode of swamp people and just had them come in with their boats and and their their bait and traps and everything and just had at it with some alligators because
0: we've had um i've seen some pictures circulating on facebook of alligators uh or of an alligator in someone's home near the houston area um then I seen another picture of a huge ass snake that had crawled up a window pane and was just like, li- you know, like if he was lining the window pane. Oh, I
1: saw that picture too. That would freak me out. Freaked.
0: Oh my gosh, it was huge. The
1: video I like, which it brought a little levity to to this horrible situation, was uh, the, the family with the guy jumping around, and his 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 house had flooded. He had water probably, I don't know, a foot, foot and a half deep in his house. And he was jumping around trying to catch a catfish in his living oh, yeah. room. <laughs> and he caught it with his bare yeah. hands. That, that, you know, that brought a little, uh, a little relief to, to a horrible situation. And I, you know, I, like I said, we got a little bit of rain. I lost power for about an hour here. Nothing compared to what y'all had to go through, but you know, I was, keeping up to date with the news and trying to keep in touch with family. I was really worried and I felt so helpless being up here. And then after the storm finished, like I I wanted to go down and visit this weekend just to check on mom. She's all right, but Mm -hmm. I wanted to make sure that everything was okay. Bring down some more supplies because I knew that y'all had been without water. But from all accounts, it was unless you had a a truck or a big SUV, it, it would be dangerous to try to get into town because there were that there's still that much water or there was still that much water on the roads
0: yes um loopy and cleo tried to leave they were an hour and a half away i'm sorry they were an hour and a half into their leave and they had only traveled about 10 miles out of a out of china which is china is like maybe 10 minutes 15 minutes away from Beaumont yeah and they were turned around because Even though some of the roads were open further down, there were still water over them and they they weren't allowing. If if you did not have a high lifted truck or, you know, a big truck to get through, they were not allowing you to go through. And she has an Acadia. So.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I saw a Facebook post that uh, now women aren't going to be able to stop their men from getting big trucks and boats like they want.
0: Yeah, um, the first, let's see, I think it was the second or third day after the hard rain had fallen, Luis would get up and he would go out and, um, he said the first day he went out, he said it was pretty flooded. Um, I think it was the, I don't know if I went with him the second or third day, but anyway, I, I went out to adventure with him in his truck and his truck, I think is lifted four inches up maybe Anyway. I did. I'm like horrible with a video camera, so just it's bad. <laughs> but I did record some of um, the flooding and in his truck, even though it's lifted, I was I was scared. I was scared twice to see two different roads that we went down. How flooded it was in Beaumont. Um. The second time I played record, we were actually a street behind your brother's house and there's a big canal and drainage area for water. Right. (laughs) It was completely flooded into the street. And um, I was so nervous that I I knew I had the phone still on record. (laughs) But all you can hear me saying is, oh, my gosh, look, is that car? Is there somebody in that car? But. I'm not showing the video of the car. <laughs> the, the The phone is recording the inside of the truck because I'm just oh, nervous.
1: Oh my goodness!
0: <laughs> then I pick up the phone, and it's as if I'm going. I mean, you. One day you'll see it. I might send it. To, I can't send it to you via text because it's too large. But right. um, I set the phone up on his dashboard to try to record and you don't see anything <laughs> on the top of all you do is hear me say oh my gosh is that is that happening is there because i've seen in that your truck? phone
1: there's a giant screen that shows you what you're recording that you can look at and see
0: because i'm horrible with it loopy was i showed loopy because we we made it to her house and uh, i showed her the, the video which i dropped my phone in the water. Um getting out of the truck to, to her house i know
1: what so, anyway. the hell
0: <laughs> she gets it she watches it and She's you know she doesn't even make it through the whole thing and she's like um you need to stick to your podcast
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey is that a compliment that sounds like a backhanded compliment uh,
0: i don't know <laughs> it was funny
1: well, I wanted to go back. You were talking about you have to boil the water that comes out of the, the pipes right now. Yes. And I was talking to mom the uh, day before yesterday, I think it was. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. She um, she needed to do her, she needed to wash her underclothes. So she boiled a pot of water and and washed them old fashioned in hot water, you know, with detergent and whatnot. And just basically just stirring it around, you know, doing mm-hmm. like a manual washing machine. But she was telling me, you know, this water was really hot because she had to let it boil for a couple minutes, like he said, mm-hmm. and um, and she starts to sweat and stuff. And she said, "I'd already taken my horse bath before then, and now I'm all sweaty." <laughs> it was the the casualness that that she said "horse bath" struck me as so funny because it wasn't like you know she was trying to be funny because you know you can't really use like you said, you can't use that water to bathe in because you don't know where the source is from. So she's having to use clean water and to to conserve it, she's using very little and just, you know, I guess washing this. I didn't ask, but I'm assuming washing the essentials. And so it's not like a full body shower or bath or whatever, but just that she just so casually said, yeah, I already take my horse bath. (laughs) <laughs> and she said it at least twice, maybe up to four times after that in the, in the conversation. <laughs> and I just kept in my head thinking, oh, "I'm glad, Lord, this isn't listening to this." <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah, we've um, we've been meeting up uh, for the past two nights, um, and it's it's been good to to kind of be with everybody. But um, well, I shouldn't say it like that. Um, just to be able to be with each other. Um, because not everybody's here, <laughs> right. um, and it's by no means. Because I, I, you know, we. And I say we, as far as like my mom, your mom, us, um, we have not at all suffered. I don't even want to say that we've suffered because we have not. Um, despite we, yeah. the fact that we don't have running water, despite the fact that groceries and gas are limited and you have to wait lines and lines um we we very blessed is is all i can say with that
1: yeah i know this morning when i was i was praying i I was thanking god for keeping mom safe during the storm because she lost power and obviously the water but i mean she's okay she had plenty Mm -hmm. of supplies um she's still okay and as far as i know I know there's going to be a long time for the for the city and, and the state to recover from this, but you know she she didn't have any major property damage that we know of yet. She physically is okay, thank God. So yeah, I'm sorry, cause get out, go, y'all took
0: him
1: outside. Your kids know you're working right now, right?
0: Yes, but I had to text him and tell him to take out Coco because <laughs> I started.
1: Okay, well, can you make up a sign to put on your door that says "on air," so <laughs> that go. they know not to come in when that sign is up there.
0: <laughs> I'll have to do it in um, English and Spanish.
1: <laughs> How do you say it in Spanish? In uh, aire, yeah,
0: uh, in, in. En aire. I don't know. I, there's a. I'm sure there's a different way to say it. Yeah,
1: because that's air, like air you breathe. Yeah. Anyway, as I was saying, we're very blessed that mm-hmm. that our family, for the most part, got out of this without any. You know, no one, no one was really hurt or injured. I mean, we we. Yeah. Uh, we we lost someone. Um, kind of uh, not, not, I wouldn't say directly related to the storm, but I would say that the storm did. Did play a part in it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, a while back, we we talked about our aunt Marcella, who was diagnosed with cancer, and um, it was it was stage four at the time, and she was receiving treatment, chemotherapy and radiation, and and we you know we were hoping for the best, but during this time, during during the week of the storm, uh, she had to be admitted to the hospital, and I think she was diagnosed with the uh, with uh pneumonia right
0: um they were still running tests um they admitted her because she was having problems breathing and um it's actually kind of sad Julie and then you know they were trying to call 911 to get her transported to the hospital and they weren't answering uh, Felicia had called and it kept rolling over to different um lines and different messages were coming on the phone to call different numbers and extensions and so um Julie and them were their their street was completely flooded um only by the grace of god do they did they made it to to their mom and they took her to the hospital and they weren't sure exactly um if it was pneumonia or um she had a blood clot she had two blood clots and they weren't sure if one of the blood clots had traveled to her lung or not. Um, but because of the situation with the storm and everything, um, and then the water, um, they, they had, they couldn't, they didn't do all the tests or couldn't do all the tests and keep her there. Right. Resources were very
1: limited, especially during this time.
0: Right. And so, um, they flew her to Texarkana.
1: Yeah, when, when, the, when the water supply failed, they started evacuating the hospital that she was in, evacuating the patients. And she, she was flown, right? They, they flew her? Yes. Okay, so she yes. was flown to Texarkana. Was that on Thursday, Friday? Yes. Thursday?
0: Um, I'm, my days are so out of whack right now. I know. Um, they flew her to Texarkana on Friday.
1: So Friday, she was evacuated, mm-hmm. and they, they they because of the situation. I don't know if this is company policy or, or standard practice, but they wouldn't allow anyone to fly with her. Right? Not they wouldn't let them. Um,
0: Correct. No, nobody could could fly with her.
1: Just I um, guess hospital personnel or whatever. right. Um, but, they
0: flew her to. They actually flew her from Baptist Hospital to the. Um, Jack Brooks Airport in Ederland. and from there they they transpor- transported her to by bob plane um,
1: to Texarkana to
0: Texarkana yes um and Julie had called me about 10 40 to um, ask if I could keep the her kids and the dog for a couple of days,
1: and you said no because uh, you're no. <laughs> no, I'm
0: kidding. She had already asked me about the kids, and I said absolutely. And then she called me back and asked if I could keep the dog too, and I said that was fine. You know, she didn't know if she should leave the dog or take it, and um, I just told her whatever's easier. Bring the dog, if we'll take care of him. So between ten forty and twelve. Um, Julie got a call. I'm assuming it was Julie. They got a call that, um, Marcella was not doing good and that they needed to leave. Um, Julie didn't call me back to tell me that Julie showed up to the house, um, and I was sitting at the table and I do go into detail because it, I don't know, just made me help. Was
1: this 1040 at night?
0: No, ten forty in the morning that she had called me, and around oh, okay. twelve o'clock. So this was still up. Friday, Saturday. Now. Saturday, okay. Yes. Um, there's just no, uh, there's no and, way and to get out of, out of all Beaumont. This, on, all, on top
1: of all this, Julie's pregnant, which makes yes. travel even more difficult for her and yeah. her her husband.
0: Yes, there's no way out of Beaumont. The main um, highways and things are closed. So to get out, you have to find or know somebody that can give you a different route to get out. So that was that's also something that they're faced that they were faced with. And um, they honk to let me know that they're here. And I look out my kitchen window and the look on Julie's face is just like. I don't even know how to describe it. it is just. I knew something wasn't right and she's, I hear her say, where's your mom? Where's your mom? And I I run out and she just is like helpless because she's so far away and she just starts, you know, crying that the doctor called and they said her mom's not going to make it through tonight and possibly not even in time for them to get there. And so the kids are crying, the dog is on the leash and he's like pulling Emily and Sarah sitting in her car crying and it's just, um it for like what felt like a long time, it was just seconds that everybody was just kind of like not knowing what to do. I still thought that the kids were going to stay here, um at least the smaller ones. And so Sarah's like, I don't know what to do with my car and... Jew's like, just come on. I said, Sarah, just leave your car here. Go. And I'm telling the smaller kids to get in the house because, again, I'm thinking that they're going to stay here. Yeah. And um, they load up Trinity and uh, Little Augustine, and they're all in the and car. these are all
1: the, the kids.
0: Yes. And um, they are looking for Trinity's bag. And I... I don't know where the bag is. I don't even know what kind of bag it is. Nobody knows what bag it is, but it felt like we spent so much time looking for this bag. And Julie's ready to leave. Like I mean, every minute, every second is counting. And um,
1: Trinity find in stupid freaking bag.
0: <laughs> they find the bag. Um, it what all was happened. It in the trunk. Actually, it was in the bed of the truck. They had already put it in the bed of the. Oh, truck.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: So, um, they load them up and they, they pull out, um, again, I'm still thinking Emily stayed here. So I go through my house and I'm, she, Julie asked me to call my mom. Um, I called my mom. I called loopy. Um,
1: so you called your mom, you called your sister.
0: Yeah. And but I had to stop calling because I was, as I was on the phone with them, I was looking for Emily and we could not find her anywhere. I looked outside, I looked behind the couch.
1: And how old is Emily?
0: Emily's eight. Okay. And I. So you, at like, this
1: point, you think you've lost an eight year old girl?
0: Yes, because she was crying and upset. And I just told her to get in the house. And I'm thinking, you know, eight year old crying upset. She may have hid under the bed, hid under in the claw- aclo- you know, hid somewhere because she's afraid and she's crying. Um, I had to call Julie back and just I'm like, my son, Luis was like, Well, Mama, why would they take Trinity and not Emily? And that's when it hit me that they probably did take Emily, but I called Julie and she said, Yes, they have her. So How
1: dumb did you feel?
0: Felt really <laughs> tough. So I was like, it was such it was such a panicking moment. um So yeah, I, I'm
1: joking when I say that. I, I can't imagine. I mean, on, on top of the stress of of finding a, uh, first of all, of dealing with your cousin who is facing the situation that her her mother, our aunt, might not be around for much longer, and then dealing with with that stress and sadness and then thinking that you lost her her child. Yeah. I mean that you must have been frantic.
0: Yeah, I was because Emily has been known to be lost. Um we had went out one time and had dinner somewhere and everybody left and nobody had Emily. <laughs> oh my God. And they were looking for Emily in <clears throat> the restaurant. Um the guy was like she's in the re- like I mean it was panic mode. I mean like seriously, she had went to the restroom by herself.
1: Oh my and, goodness! I thought you were going to say she was in the kitchen washing dishes.
0: No. <laughs> um, but anyway, so um, later that day, Texas Arcana is, uh, I think, a five hour drive away from here. Normally, uh, normally, um, but the route that they took I think it still would have been five hours because there was less traffic um they went through I think Cameron Louisiana into Louisiana up and then back into Texas yeah
1: so the roads in Texas were so bad they actually had to go through Louisiana to get back up to the northeastern part of Texas
0: yes yes and um around Three-something, little Augustine had messaged Priscilla that she didn't make it, that Marcella didn't make it. And Priscilla was like,
1: I mean. Well, hang on, back up a little bit. Because right around noon, you had called me mm -hmm. to let me know the situation. And I I had gone to work to get, get ahead on some stuff. And I was supposed to have lunch with some friends. Uh, it was it was one of their uh, one of them was celebrating their birthday, and I was I was actually like about two minutes away from just getting ready to get up and, and go meet up with them. And you call me and give me this information, and I, I, I mean we've had time to kind of prepare for this because it, not really, but a little bit like. You know, the I, I spoke to Marcella earlier in in the week, um, like I guess it was Monday or Tuesday,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and when I when I spoke to her, I thought I'd woken her up because she sounded like she was asleep. But she she told me she wasn't asleep, and uh, her voice was really weak. And I just assumed that was from the medication and and chemotherapy and and stuff that she had been going through. But she also was kind of distracted, I guess you could say she she wasn't real coherent and she ended up falling asleep during our conversation. Granted, I'm not the greatest, um, conversationalist, Mm -hmm. but, uh, you know, I I tried to talk to her about as much as I could. I, I got an update on her health, but I hate to talk. I hate to talk to a sick person just about their health. So I try to talk to her about TV and movies and stuff like that, but they're just, you know, wasn't much to talk about. And like I said, she ended up falling asleep, so she she let me go, and that was the last time I talked to her. And I call. I know you have to pee, <laughs> so let me let me wrap this up real fast. I've mentioned before that I'm not the kind of person who who reaches out and and calls a lot of people. I don't know what it is about me, but I I don't want to make this about me. I I just knew that I hadn't spoken to Marcella for a, a while, and I felt like a bad nephew, and I just wanted to call and check on her, especially during the storm. Mm-hmm and it had been a, a, at least a few weeks since i last spoke to her and i'm really glad that i made that call at least then i wish i would have called more but i at least yeah. got to, I at least got to tell her i love her
0: you know cuz it's um each time marcela has gone into the hospital we've waited before um for her to get admitted into a room before we go and see her but this time, we actually went while she was still in the emergency room. Um, and um, I got I, I got to go in to see her. And um, she was, you know, still able to communicate with me. Um, I know she probably thinks I'm an idiot because I tried to help her with some water. Some dirty uh, water to- from the... <laughs> No, she asked me to. Well, just be
1: glad um, she didn't find out that you, you thought you lost. She, you thought you lost her grandchild.
0: <laughs> I know she'd be mad. Um, she asked me to give her some water, and so I got her cup, and I'm holding it up to her, and <laughs> she basically was like, "Just let me do it myself," <laughs> because I kept trying to tilt the straw out enough, but it wasn't it was not touching the water inside the cup <laughs> for her to get it. So, oh, So, um, you know, I did that. I gave it to her twice. The second time, <laughs> I really felt like she was, that's when she was just basically saying, let let me do it.
1: She's <laughs> so what's wrong with you?
0: Um, and we talked and <laughs> I asked her if the doctor had come in to see her yet. And she kind of looked at me and was like, no, I'm still in the ER.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Don't you know how this works? I
0: told Felicia and Julie that I was like, i you know, I was like, okay, Marcy. Um, Okay.
1: okay. Oh my uh, goodness with interruptions. (laughs) Sorry.
0: And, um, I told her I was going to go ahead and leave to, um, she had said that Julie said she would be right back. And I was like, she's out there, Marcy. I said, I'll, um, I'm going to go ahead and leave and let them come in. And she's like, okay. And so I, you know, I told her goodbye. And, um, she I, said, well, I here, just, I kissed drink, her on her forehead. Take this drink and <laughs> shove
1: it up your ass. Learn how to, <laughs> learn how to, how to give a straw to a sick person for crying out loud. You're an embarrassment <laughs> to his family.
0: No, she, um, she
1: thought that I, she told me that's what we talked about.
0: <laughs> I told her goodbye. And, um, I kissed her on her forehead and, I I said, do you want the light turned off? Because when I went in, it was off. And um, she was like, yeah, go ahead and turn it off. So I turned it off, and I was closing the door, and I kind of opened it back up, and I was like, bye, Marcy. I love you. (laughs) She's like, I love you, too. (laughs) (laughs) Psych. No, I think she did. I know she did. I know. That was... That was the last the last that I got to to see, but
1: how do you feel knowing that the last time you saw her you almost made her go thirsty <laughs> um
0: she i don't know i I told Julie that every even when we would go see her, it didn't matter even if she wasn't feeling good she was she would talk to you and try to keep a conversation no matter what um the kids or me or i mean she just you you could see that she didn't feel well right um but she still you know she kept talking um i told Julie that day when we were when i went back out to the uh waiting room that Marcella would she, she you know, she'd tell me that like she was talking to me and then like she'd kind of jerk with the like, surprise look to her right and she's like, you know, I keep seeing this black shadow. I said, Well, Mars, it's probably the medicine. She's like, Yeah, they gave me morphine. And I'm like, Yeah, I think it's it's probably just the medicine. And um, she did it a few times. <clears throat> and so, um, that night, uh, we had cooked because the hospital was already closing. They were not allowing anybody to go in. So they admitted her into her room, and Julie was with her. If Julie would have left, they would not have let Julie back in. Oh, man. So um, the next day, I had made some sandwiches for Julie and sent him with Augustine, and he, he couldn't get in. And he couldn't give her her charger. He couldn't give her the food. Um. So we had cooked that day, and Julie and Augustine came over. Uh, I guess it was around nine something. Maybe it was close to ten. And um, they ate, and I was telling Julie about you know the about her seeing the shadows and stuff, and um, Julie felt like it wasn't the medicine that she had noticed some similarities of things that we were seeing in Gloria that we, that we had seen in Gloria that she was seeing in her mom. And I was like, you really think so? I said, you you think, you don't think it's the medicine? And she was like, no, it, it's not the medicine. Um, and, and I think, um, we, you know, Julie's been all, she's been very, um, realistic about her, her mom's condition uh, knowing <clears throat> what she knows and having and some medical that's a
1: difficult thing to do yeah I mean, because we hope for the best yes but, and um but it it's hard to plan for the worst especially yeah. especially for your parent yeah
0: i don't think you can no matter what you know you you still can't prepare when it happens and um so um they they didn't get to make it to be with her, but I feel like you know That's where she was, for me. yeah, um, where she was at, I think I really feel like um you know she she had an angel with her, and it was the nurse that was with her from the time that she got there she never left her sight um she played music for her um my understanding is that you know marcella was was still able to communicate and respond um pretty close up until until she went um but this this nurse in this hospital um you know i think really helped uh julie and them cope with you know
1: not being able to be there not
0: being able to be there knowing that um she she was in good hands um your she called your mom she wanted to talk to your mom and she wanted to talk to my mom um and it was the day that julie didn't have a charger on her phone she couldn't get to the phone numbers. Um, she said the only way she had your mom's number, I, I don't remember how she said she had your mom's number, but she couldn't call my mom. But that Marcella wanted to talk to, to both of them. And um, she told your mom that she loved her. And so um, s- Friday when I, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, Saturday when I had called you and ruined your day plans. Um, um the nurse Julie had texted, and had the phone number to the nurse uh that was with Marcella and my mom was able to call. And even though she didn't get a response from Marcella, the nurse uh put my mom on speaker and let Marcella hear my mom's voice. And um, so she got to, she got to, I guess, hear her for the last time. So she got to talk to the her kids. She got to talk to your mom. She got to hear my mom. And I'm, I honestly feel like maybe that's what she was waiting for. But she got to, she got to hear them all.
1: You know, the last time I saw Marcella, I spent six hours putting a fucking ping pong table together. (laughs) I
0: know. I know that ping pong table. You know, probably that it won't get played with again. (laughs) So there is another gathering. Oh man, I hope it wasn't
1: ruined in the flood because that would piss me off so bad. No, no. I I I, I joke, um, just because it's it's not an easy thing to talk about and deal with right now, but. yeah, I'm glad that everyone got to at least say goodbye in their own way. You know, her her sisters and, and her children.
0: Yeah.
1: It's... <clears throat> I, I can't imagine... Um, I can't imagine the pain that you... They must feel. I mean, first losing their mother, but just from the circumstances not being able to be by her side at the end. I... I, uh, I really feel for them and... I hope that they don't blame themselves in any way for for not being able to be there because I mean, just the the circumstances were just so so stacked against them. It's it's really hard uh, to yeah. say. You know, I I, I started thinking like Texarkana is about a five hour drive from here, and I was like, well, why didn't I even think? It's you
0: a- you didn't think of it, but we did. We actually um Googled the time travel for you to get there.
1: Why didn't um, y'all say something?
0: Because it was still a five hour drive and we didn't think that you would even make it. Um we as far as Andrea and us, uh not not Julie and them, just, just us between ourselves. Um we had searched it and um there's so many things that, you know, we started thinking, um my boss um, she i know that i text her the day i mean when it had happened cuz i was try tried to keep her up to date on our her situation and um she just said if there's anything that i can do anything just let me know i know now i think <laughs> that if um i would have thought about it or we probably could have found them a flight maybe even a private flight to get there um but nobody had no you know that's just thinking about it now N- there's not a single doubt in my mind that had julie or had felicia thought that that what had happened was going to happen the way that it happened and so soon they would not have sent Marcella. There's not a doubt in my mind. Um, but I think Marcella knew, and I, I don't know. I, I just, everything happens for a reason. The fact that they were gone are so far away from her, I don't know if that's a, a reason, or what reason is behind that, but I, I just feel like, that nurse and where Marcella was sent made a difference because I don't know if how it would have been had she had stayed here. had she been sent home. um, I don't know, but I don't think any, there's not a doubt in my mind that had they thought had that thought crossed their mind that they would not have been able to see her go that way. But, because I think I need a one-minute break. Go
1: ahead. Okay.
0: Oh. Well, I have two pairs of shoes that, I guess I forgot that I had a pair already on, and I took them off, I guess, one of the times that I got up, and I found another pair and put them on and brought them back over here. So, when I went to the restroom, I had two different shoes on. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, um, I I talked to Julie yesterday, and um, I just let her know that her mom knew, you know, Mar- Marcella wanted Julie and needed Julie. Julie was who she called to to do basically everything. And, um, I don't want to say their, their relationship was unique. Um, ever since Julie was young, it was just, uh, Marcella did everything for Felicia and Sarah and Julie but she didn't need to do it for julie cuz julie could handle things differently not that she didn't need her mom she just she she knew how to take care of things in a different way than Felicia and Sarah and um julie and Felicia really pulled through um, for their mama. I don't without a question in mind or a doubt, they were there um, and I know it hurts them all a lot, but um. I, I told, there are there are no words. I can't find the right words when I even talk to Julie, especially being so far away from them. Cause I can't I can't even imagine what it is that I don't know. Cause it, I mean I know you said being there, you just kind of were worried and you felt helpless because you there's really what can you do to help with the situation all across. You know everything that's going on, right? Um, I think the absolute worst feeling that a human could possibly go through is not having control or not knowing what to do in in a time like this. Um, especially when someone's sick, you there you have no control, and you feel absolutely helpless. And you're we're at, you know, the medical providers we're at someone else's mercy. Right. And that feeling, just that feeling alone, not taking into account any other feelings, just that feeling alone for me has to be the absolute worst feeling to to have. Um but We're not real sure what kind of service or if there will be a service um, based on Marcella's requests. Um, But they're supposed to be driving back today. Um, In fact, I was supposed to call the funeral, I was supposed to let Julie know that the funeral home closes at 5. Um, Because they're supposed to be here before the funeral home closes. Um, But I don't want to put any type of pressure on them or make them feel like they got to get it done. Right. I think um, that was initially what I wanted to do to help, but they've been in contact with the funeral home here. so. I'm just going to leave it like that and just wait for them to come in. I'm not sure what, I just, I think we're all kind of hurting with them. But at the same time, we haven't been with them to even, I don't know. I don't know if maybe this time that they needed to be all together alone with each other.
1: You're right, be alone together <laughs>
0: <laughs> them being together I know no,
1: I know, you know what, what you I mean. mean. I haven't even called any of them yet since this happened, and I mean i yeah, I don't know what to say either i I mean obviously i'm sorry i I don't know what to say beyond that. I have no comforting words to offer, and being that they were traveling and stuff like that, I just I didn't want to be a distraction at this at this time. I'll wait till they get back home and and call. And if they do have services, and I'll, I'll do what I can to make it down. Yeah, I'll, I'll make it down one way or another. Yeah, and uh and on top of all this, it's so weird. I mean, she passed away September second. Mm-hmm. September first was the one year anniversary of. Of our Aunt Gloria passing away. And while it's it's a day apart, you know, Marcella living a day longer. It's so weird that their birthdays were a day apart in the opposite direction, you know, like they were a year apart and for one day out of the year they were the same age. And uh, I just kept thinking to myself, well, I had no idea that Marcella was so competitive. She had to to stick around one day longer. Yeah, it's, um, I don't
0: know, I, I, I don't, I don't know how that, I can't even explain how that happens. I mean, you can't, you can't fix that to make it happen like it did. It's just mind blowing that you know. I, I do feel they were the closest. Um, again, despite their relationships, the way that they, <laughs> I guess, it's like a love hate relationship. Um,
1: well, I mean, it, like I said, this is a dysfunctional family podcast, and our family yeah. is is dysfunctional. We're loving, and I mean, we're very. We come. I I love being part of this family. We come from a very loving family, but. I'm not joking when I say dysfunctional. Oh. No, their their relationship was uh, was stressful and and tumultuous and rocky at times. But they our our family loves each other and yeah. And in bad times we come together. In good times we might make some bad times, but yeah. Uh, yeah. I I don't know. Uh, I, I think a lot of families are like that. It it may not be the healthiest way to be, but um uh, it's it's what it's what it was. And uh yeah. I'll I'll at least say this. Um I feel like this, this current our, our generation uh seems to function a little bit better on for the most part than uh than some of the relationships From the previous generation, of course, I'm a little more disconnected than you might be. So you might see things, you might see more things than I do. But like I said, we love each other, and uh, we really, when 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 somebody needs something in this family, we we go out of our way to make sure that that everybody gets what they need.
0: Yeah, I think. You know, like you said, I mean, we pull together and it's just, I don't know, each one of us and the older, older people in our family, <laughs> Yeah, you know, they all are, they have their ways. Um, I don't think what it I means. I mean to tell you.
1: <laughs> and they um, have their ways yeah. my mom um, is so stubborn this was <laughs> this was her i when when the storm first was on its way i told mom she should probably evacuate i don't have any place to go i said you can come here oh well thank you <laughs> but I, I don't have a way to get there i said well you know you you have a son who lives there ask him for help he's your son ah uh, He's he'll probably show up in his truck. I was like, "Good, you'll need a truck." I can't get up in his truck. Oh oh my goodness! Are you serious? This is your reason for not wanting to evacuate because you have you can't get into it. And then when he picked her up to take take her over to his house, she ended up. I don't mean to laugh. It's not funny. It's just she was right. She had trouble getting in his truck, and she ended up falling and, and hurting her leg on the. I mean, she didn't fall to the ground. He caught her, thank God. But. She ended up hurting her 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 shin on uh, on the running board. But still, things could have worked out a lot worse.
0: Um yeah, there was a lot of um <laughs> there was a lot of there were so far well, as of yesterday there were there were I just nine. read your message.
1: <laughs>
0: <Sorry>. <laughs> um there were not, I mean, I'm sorry, there were about nine deaths uh, so far in Orange County, I think, including Viter, mostly elderly. Um, I don't, I'm not going to say because they did not want to evacuate. I'm, I'm just saying there are nine deaths. Um, if at any point, and I told you this before, you know, if, if, If we leave, Luis and I were to leave, um, we would make sure that your brother, your mom went with your brother or us or somebody. She would not be left alone or behind. Um, And the same thing with my mom. Now, I don't know if they would have wanted to go because we were actually considering leaving to go down to Mexico. Um, Wow. Yeah.
1: That's how bad the storm <laughs> so, was. You were willing to go to Mexico to escape.
0: Yeah. It. Because I mean the water situation down there is is we're used to it when we go. You you don't you don't have a lot of water you gotta make the best use of the water that you use. The river
1: water you get there is cleaner than the river water. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I'm joking. But
0: um, plenty of times, now they have actual full running water in the restroom and stuff, but before, my mother-in-law's house did not. We took bucket baths. Water had to be warmed uh, or heated, I should say, to take a bath. Um, I call it bucket bath. And you had uh, to... you talking about a horse bath? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you had to pour water in the toilet for it to flush. So, you know, the kids and I so you're telling me this, least,
1: this storm was so bad it made you feel like you were living in Mexico?
0: Yes. Holy
1: shit.
0: <laughs> yes. Um, but again, we were blessed in this area to see all the the community and the the rescuers, the government, the local authority people to come together and It's sad to see that from, you know, to get a case of water and a bag of ice, a line is more than a mile long just to get one case of water and one bag of ice. To wait, you know, like Isabel was telling you earlier, they waited. They got up at 530 in the morning, went to HEB, stood in line for hours to get into a store where there really wasn't anything that we really needed, they got Monopoly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh no, they had to play old school games.
0: Oh my gosh, it's well. You know into, what? You
1: you bring up HEB. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, it's it, turned
0: into what? It's turned into some. Last night they were playing and it got pretty competitive. <laughs> yeah,
1: I was going to say the the best way to to destroy a family is to play a game of Monopoly. <laughs> That's exactly and during this stressful time, <laughs> no. But I was going to say you brought up HEB and I had to say. Um, you know, say what you want about big big companies, uh, being greedy and whatnot. H E B really stepped up to the plate, in my opinion. They have yeah. their disaster relief crew, just just a convoy of eighteen wheelers carrying food, water, medicine, all kinds of supplies, and I think they they were sent out before the storm was even over.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And H E B is a, a Texas based company. I think. And it, it, it's, I mean, just just the way that this that that uh, Texans and and hell, oh man, I'm, I'm sure even volunteers from outside of Texas have come together to help already try and restore some normalcy to the to to the coastal area, Southeast Texas, Houston, just all these places that have been affected by this horrible disaster. Yeah, it, it it's one of the reasons that I'm proud to be a Texan. And, uh, you know, I've been seeing a lot of uh, hashtag Texas strong because there've been so many volunteers and uh, you know, it's just, um, I think uh, being a Texan much like being in our family, it's like uh, you just, you take care of your own when something bad like this happens, yeah. you pull together as a community. And, and and of course there's still going to be bad stuff happening. I've, I've seen stuff about looting and, and, uh, homes being robbed and stuff, but that's, that's just an unfortunate, um, uh, just byproduct of, of our society, but, but beyond that, just that so many people came together, so many people volunteered their, their boats and their time and, and their lives to try and save other people, uh, and, um, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm really proud to be a Texan, and, uh, (sighs)
0: <sighs> I agree with you
1: cuz don't don't it's... mess with Texas and uh that was that was an old uh, litter campaign, anti-litter campaign. But also uh you know you see it a lot, God bless Texas and I, I would yeah. just like to say may God continue to bless Texas. Yeah. If uh if you're listening to this and you want to help out, I personally I think the best way would be to donate to the South Don't say Texas.
0: it. Oh, go ahead. What were you going to say? Red Cross is getting bad backlash.
1: Yeah, I I donated to them first because I couldn't find this information. So, um, you know, Red Cross, I don't know. I I still think that they're a good organization. I, I donated to them. I trust that they'll be able to help at least here with that. But uh, personally for me, I will be donating to the Southeast Texas Food Bank, which is uh, the food bank in Beaumont. And you can donate on their website at setxfoodbank.org. That's S-E for Southeast and T-X for Texas. That's Southeast Texas Food Bank. And also, I plan to donate uh, to the Houston Food Bank, which is houstonfoodbank.org because uh, Beaumont and Houston and the surrounding areas have been really devastated by this storm. And uh, I think... uh, Personally, for me, I think these two places would be uh, uh, good to donate to because they're local organizations, and in addition to helping out during a disaster, they just during the the regular year during non-disastrous times, they're still helping out the community. So I've found a place to donate my my ten percent because um, I haven't done the ten percent yet. Oh, uh, but but this is where I will be uh, sending that money.
0: That's good. And it took a natural disaster for you to be led to.
1: Hey, just be glad it didn't take more than that.
0: <laughs> uh, I kid, because it's. I, I think any and every little, everything counts. I don't want to say every little bit, but everything counts because well, no, every, there's no every little... little
1: bit does count. I one of these websites. I don't remember which one it was. I think they said that they can uh, feed or have. A $1 donation um, contributes to seven meals. So every little bit does count.
0: Yeah. So we appreciate it. Which
1: is, which is, yeah, which is good because a little bit is all that I have right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm glad that it will be helping out. Yeah.
0: So right. thank you for that, because.
1: All right. And just, uh, I want to pay one last tribute to uh, to our aunt. I miss you, Aunt Marcy, already. Her Spanish was about as good as mine, but uh, (laughs) that didn't make her any less Mexican than me. Yeah. (laughs) I know. All right. No, for real. All right, because we're going to make sure that your mom listens to this one, because this this one's a real uh, upbeat one. (laughs) This this, this show, she'll get a kick out of this one. She'll have a good time. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sorry, what were you saying?
0: I said, I'm sure she will.
1: (laughs) It's time to say goodbye to the number two podcast. We're gonna go recover and help each other out. Forget get it. doesn't just threaten you with what we're gonna rebuild our community and stay Texas strong and may God bless Texas for many years to come and thank you Lord for helping our family thank you Lord for helping our family are difficult, but you know you can depend on one another to get through the trying times and the bad times, and the good times are better, for the worst times give you stuff to compare it to, and you don't know how good you have it till. They should be done on a regular basis cause you never know when you'll say goodbye to the loved ones that you have so thank you for listening to this number two podcast and i hope this i ran out of words cuz i know all right okay bye
0: buckets